Hello, everybody. I know, I know. Uh, we are definitely going to get onto the executive branch in this one. But really quickly, I just want to detail what this three branches of government whole podcast station is about. So, of course, we are going to cover the three branches of government, but it's also about staying current and knowing a lot about your government, you know? It's really simple. So we're not just going to do the three branches of government. We're going to cover everything that you need to know to be very, very sure about the decisions that you make when either you vote for president or just in general. It'll help keep you informed. Okay. Let's get this started with a bit of review. So, as you remember, there are three branches of the government. The executive branch, which includes the president and about five million workers. That's a lot. The legislative branch, which we covered in the last episode, which is made up of the Senate and the House of Representatives, and the judicial branch, which is the Supreme Court and lower courts. Okay, so in this episode, we're going to be focusing on the executive branch. And as you probably know, the president is the head of the executive branch. So when you think of the executive branch, you probably think of the president. But there's lots of things about the executive branch that that are not completely associated with the president. In Article 2, Section 1 of the United States Constitution, it states that the executive power shall be vested in a president of the United States of America. The president not only heads the executive branch of the federal government, but is also head of state and commander-in-chief of the armed forces. Man, if I was president, that'd be a lot of stuff to have to do. The modern presidency differs greatly from what the framers of the U.S. Constitution intended. Initially, they debated the wisdom of having a single president at all and delegated many of the powers of the executive to Congress. But the vision of a strong national leader favored by Alexander Hamilton and his fellow Federalists eventually triumphed over opponents like Thomas Jefferson and James Madison, who favored a relatively weak, limited executive branch. Now, honestly, I thought initially, at the very start of my learning curve, that all of the branches were meant to be equal. But after reading this, I'm glad that Thomas Jefferson and James Madison didn't get their way because a weak executive branch and a limited executive branch would not be very good for this country. After all, it needs a leader, especially in times like this. Now, what does the executive branch do? Well, I'm sure you already know something about this, right? Oh, the president can veto bills. And, heck, you might know a lot more than that, but still, I'm going to go over it. The vice president supports and advises the president and is ready to assume the presidency if the president is is unable to serve. The vice president is also president of the U.S. Senate and can cast a tie-breaking vote in it, too. Initially, electors did not vote separately for president and vice president, but cast a single vote. The candidate who came in second became the vice president, but in 1804, after two... Uh, national elections, the 12th Amendment changed the voting process to the current system. Did you know that the federal government has 15 executive departments, including defense, state, justice, labor, education, health, and human services, and so on? There, There's a lot of them. 
Each of these departments is led by a member of the presidential cabinet who serve as advisors to, advisors to the president. Now, on an unrelated note, the 25th Amendment is an amendment that has been, been pondered lately, where the president's cabinet can actually... Uh, if the president is unfit to serve, they can vote and put him out of his uh, seat in the president. The president has the power to either sign legislation into law or to veto bills passed by Congress, although Congress may override a veto with two-thirds vote of both houses. The executive branch conducts diplomacy with other nations, and the president has the power to negotiate and sign treaties, which must be ratified by two-thirds of the Senate. The president can issue executive orders, which direct executive officers or clarify and help implement existing laws. The president also has unlimited power to extend pardons and clemencies for federal crimes, except in cases of impeachment. As we've seen lately, that the president's unlimited power to pardon people has been used a bit abusively. Now for some fun facts. Did you know that, well, of course you know that the president and the first family live in the White House, but also the president, if he wants to travel by plane, his aircraft is designated Air Force One. He also may use a Marine Corps helicopter, known as Marine One, when the president is on board. For ground travel, the president uses an armored presidential vehicle. That is really cool. Now, on to the vice president. The primary responsibility of the vice president of the United States is to be ready at a moment's notice to assume the presidency if the president is unable to perform his duties. This can be caused by the president's death, resignation, or temporary incapacitation or if the vice president and a majority of the cabinet judge that the president is no longer able to discharge the duties of the presidency. This is the 25th Amendment, which I was talking about earlier. The vice president is elected along with the president by the Electoral College. Each elector casts one vote for president and another for the vice president. Before the ratification of the 12th Amendment in 1804, electors only voted for president, and the person who received the second greatest number of votes became vice president. This stopped after the 12th Amendment, but it would be kind of crazy to see what it would be like nowadays if the person who came in second place became the vice president. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. This is episode two of the three branches of government about the executive branch. Keep an eye out for more podcasts and make sure to stay current. Thank you so much. Oh, and also, anything that you want me to put in, I will try my best to. Just send me a voice message, okay? Thanks. Make sure to stay current.